0: alphabet flight encyclopedic marvel journey where we talk about alpha f- not alpha flight um
1: that was <laughs> all alpha flight all, all al- the time all alpha flight all the time nothing and, uh, but box
0: just box and his creator box which is spelt differently <laughs> box now, one
1: box two
0: no but we talk about the exhaustive membership of squadron supreme
1: <laughs> well let's see you had um diana ross uh mary wells what were the other supremes
0: i don't remember off the top of my head
1: ruth bader ginsburg yeah of course of course and of course supreme from uh raw uh from ellen moore's uh, comic supreme yeah it was a good group
0: yeah well uh that voice you heard was um was my good friend Warbe- roberto
1: hello and, uh, that's Travino. right Ravino. That's right. I have a name. If you listen and at the
0: end of this podcast, you'll get to hear his social security number. <laughs> so stay
1: gonna tuned. Now we're going to say the first three numbers now. and then you got to listen for this last one. Randomly, I'll be saying end. numbers. Five, three, eight. Now, it's up to you to figure the rest out, people. I know you can do it. It's the internet. Wait. It's a podcast. But it's... You got it off the internet,
0: all right. So first off, we're not at a good uh, good start because <laughs> I would like to apologize for the au- hour and a half plus opus we did for the first episode. Never of Never apologize,
1: S- Jesse. You're showing your weakness. <laughs> the
0: Squadron Supreme Mega Week, which is why I'm calling it the Mega Week. Super size, just for uh, you. No, not even super size. King sized. We're talking about 96-ish <laughs> episodes. This is I mean, giant-sized
1: man-thing size.
0: Today, we are going to be talking about another eight characters from the Squadron
1: Supreme. It Which, was- again, we have to say, is a book that if you have not read, stop this podcast and read. It is well worth your time. It is.
0: It It is... As we said multiple times, really
1: good, (laughs) (laughs) super good. It's super eighties. It's like everything you could want. And there's there's consequences. Stuff happens. It's it's a good time. But Jesse, who are our next eight? I'm so excited to start this.
0: Well, we have. uh, Well, we're gonna start out with someone who I have lots of things to say about. I can't imagine. You've been so quiet so far. Yeah, I. It was mostly just you just saying random stuff the f- uh, the first episode of this. Purple. Week. Yep. Varmints. You, Clydesdale. You, you literally, you literally uh, ranked all the words in the dictionary by your favorite. <laughs> it, I don't know how you did
1: that, but it was very impressive. Near the bottom, moist. Mm. Mm. <laughs> I'm just saying near the bottom. Not I don't the know. bottom. Close to my top is the word
0: eviscerate. It's a pretty fun well, word to say. It's a
1: great word. It's a great like word de- to say. Decimate, decimate, or vivisection is also ooh vivisection, fantastic word.
0: You no, know, and like I, I know, I'm pulling out two words that could be applied to very gruesome deaths right now, but they're real <laughs> fun to say. They roll off the tongue well.
1: <laughs> yeah, you only know word long words that have to do with death. I'm impressed.
0: I also I also know words that have to do with depression and <laughs> nihilism. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and that's why we have such a good time together, Jesse. I feel it. Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um t- so <laughs> to do a very bad segue, let's talk about another bad man, <laughs> the Black Archer.
1: Dun dun d- wait, which one's Black Archer? Or oh, Golden Archer. Golden Archer, yes. This He's- is the uh this is the um Green Arrow. Uh, analog of the team
0: also i would also argue the more more of a hawkeye analog because he's a womanizing asshole
1: i agree it's just <laughs> i'll mean, anyway everyone wants to stick to the uh the dc the justice league analogs but i agree that this character in particular seems way more of an analog of hawkeye and was apparently originally named hawkeye
0: well, like more of like the '80s Hawkeye. I think the the the, yeah. the more Turk, canonical Turk Hawkeye, the more oh, yeah, modern
1: Hawkeye is way cooler. Yeah. Which you which know, thank, and all that. Yeah.
0: Thank you, Matt Fraction, for giving yep. us a good Hawkeye.
1: Thank you, Matt Fraction, for many things, but especially well, not especially, but yeah, Hawkeye is a high note of his work.
0: Also, another high note of his work, the the uh, comic book Sex Criminals. It's
1: very good. Sex Criminals is great. Uh, I tangentially know some people who know fraction they also he's a wonderful fellow
0: yep it's a very earnest book about about uh, a couple who have the power to uh make the world go like still after that they have their orgasms it's sweet
1: it's sweet love also And then it could do anything it's amazing
0: also very earnest about talking about sex of all kinds so yeah. it's it's great to have that book. And also, um, but a type of person that would be a bad guy in that book would be Black Archer. Bring it back, bring it back.
1: Oh, landed it and Jesse nailed it.
0: Black Archer. Or yes. um or Golden Archer. He goes by uh Wyatt McDonald.
1: Wyatt? McDonald yeah
0: also here's I like his black co- uh, black Archer costume more than his golden Archer cost- costume
1: let's see um I'm um, the black Archer costume is very cool I love that how they used to do that in the 80s where it's just a matted black all the way through like yeah. no no definition no nothing it's good look yeah also pirate boots. oh pirate boots make any costume better
0: Arr. government agent former cab driver.
1: Sure. I mean, they had to make some money on the side.
0: Oh wait, also a thing I forgot to describe. Uh he like matte Black, pirate boots, he it's black bodysuit with uh the yellow accents. Um he has I, I'm guessing it's his archery like glove and stuff to protect his arms. On yeah, his, I think so. On his right arm. I mean on his yeah. left arm he has like a glove that looks actually pretty cool.
1: It's pretty cool costume. It lo- I mean, that is a bright, bright yellow. You don't see that a lot. But yeah. uh, with the black, I think it looks pretty cool. It's
0: a pretty good costume. I think it's the best costume out that that I've seen so far in this.
1: Now, if I remember correctly, uh, well, we'll get to the history. We have, we have other people to talk about as oh. well that are connected to this fella.
0: Oh, yes. And we're going to be talking about all three of them. Nice. Um so yeah, so Wyatt McDonald uh used to be a cab driver, so I don't know how like when he was practicing archery, but he's apparently good enough at it. Um he's a former member of the Qu- Squadron Supreme and a member of the Redeemers, which we talked about briefly. They're basically Nighthawks team that was fighting against the Squadron Supreme in secret yeah. until the last issue.
1: They were the Freedom Fighters. Yep,
0: they were the Freedom Fighters. Um, he also showed up in Avengers 85, and he died in the last issue of Squadron Supreme. That's right. So, he's 5'5", five five, has uh, black hair. I mean, black hair, blue
1: eyes, and weighs 150. I never realized he was such a wee little man. He's not that tall. No, 5'5 five five for comic book... Uh, For a superhero? Yeah, it's
0: kind of short.
1: That's, uh, it's not Puck level, but, uh, it's getting down there. And, well, although this is a group with Tom Thumb in it, so. I mean, he's not the shortest, but. got to make him feel pretty good about himself, is all I'm saying.
0: Oh, I just, I don't know if I ever said this, but Power Power Princess is, uh, like 6'8", so she is actually a full head taller than, uh, Hyperion. That's awesome. I mean, I guess you is an Amazon, technically. Or uh, technically, Or whatever they call them. Say. Yeah, Utopians. Utopians, yeah. Utopians, yeah. But uh, so he practiced archery until he mastered the weapon. Okay, cool. <laughs> Did
1: um, his 10,000 hours, and then he became the greatest marksman ever.
0: That's how it works. He decided to use his skill as a costume crime fighter and called himself Hawkeye. So originally he was Hawkeye.
1: And then the lawyers came.
0: They're just like, hey, we're lawyers from the from the other Earth that you can't see. <laughs> we <laughs> represent also represent
1: the Avengers from Earth six one six. This is a cease a, and desist letter.
0: We also have a jerk that's an archer, but we <laughs> like him more, more. so, yeah,
1: yeah. And frankly, he's not going to die in twelve issues. Wait, what, what did I say that out loud? Um, yeah, ours is better. So uh, he was the first recruit. Tom Crum, Tom
0: Thumb was the second. So okay. I guess they needed a range dude. No, they had Doctor Spectrum.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird that their second recruit or their you know first recruit. Did
0: you say first recruit? Yeah,
1: is a guy with no powers. No, you, Tom. You would
0: Tom Thumb. It. Tom Thumb makes a lot of sense. You'd want the. You'd want your tech guy. You'd want yeah, someone well, to well, be I mean, able to he's... build a Decks Ex Machina.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's essentially like their Tony Stark or Beast or whatever, you know? He can invent whatever you need, and uh, that's a good use of somebody. But I'm thinking the guy with no superpowers who uses a bow and arrow? Not my first choice.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, um, he was expelled from the squadron for using the beamon machine on Lady Lark.
1: Hmm. Not cool, dude.
0: And then he joined Nighthawk's Redeemers as Black Archer, and he was killed battling
1: Blue Eagle. Yes, who we will be talking about? Yes, yes, we will be next next person.
0: So, uh, like
2: to, mm-hmm.
0: so he was the reason why Tom Thumb was just like, I don't think we're doing a good job here. <laughs> yeah, because he used the
1: he used the B mod machine
0: against because he was jealous that uh, his on and off again girlfriend was flirting with Blue Eagle. Yeah. Um, she was basically brainwashed into unconditionally loving him.
1: Yeah, which is the number one thing that I think is printed on the side of the machine that you're not supposed to do.
0: Yeah, like, don't use it for personal gain.
1: Maybe yeah, also but even more than that, like, don't subjugate somebody <laughs> to your complete will. That's somewhere in there. And
0: the even worse part about it is he got tired of it at some point.
1: Oh, wouldn't wouldn't you? I, mean, I know. Come on. No, like
0: he, like he, but he kept on getting all this attention, and he was starting to get tired of it.
1: Those and ladies, they just don't know when to stop ex- giving him slavish devotion.
0: I know. It's almost like he made her into a love slave. <laughs> it's, it's almost weird. like
1: that because it is that. <laughs> yeah. it's amazing.
0: But he started. He but basically, it came out that he used it, and everyone was just like, "Hey, creepy asshole, get yeah. out of here."
1: That's the good thing about it. There is no black and white, or no grace of like, oh, maybe what he did is okay. Everybody is like, oh, hell no. Except, well, Nighthawk, who kind of is like, you can join my freedom fighters. But whatever. Everyone else is like, no. And also, because
0: he had a love slave in Lady Lark, she also left. Because she could not stand not being around him. Because she was, she loved him so much.
1: She loved him so much, so she left? Yeah. It's, hmm. Hmm. Well, it worked. Wait, no, it didn't work at all. No. As we will soon (laughs) learn.
0: (laughs) Also, I will say, they have a leg up on the Avengers, because Carol, at one point, was basically being brainwashed into loving someone, and was forcibly impregnated. And they're just like, and Captain America, you know, good old boy, you know, moral compass. Mm-hmm. Best boy in the entire United States was just like, well, they love each other. <laughs> it's okay, they <laughs> fell in love. Also, Captain America, same person, he was just like, hey, Star Fox is a person I want on my team.
1: Now, now, I don't think anybody really knew what they were getting into when they bought Star Fox. His or name was traded er- him for somebody. <laughs> His name was Eros. <laughs> yeah, I know, but that just, you know... It's that concept of, well, they can't help themselves. Of course they fall in love with him. He's so charming. Instead of, oh, no, he's releasing pheromones that will force me to do whatever he wants. It's uh, it's a fine line. It was not a woke time, Jesse. Well,
0: I would say it's barely a woke time ever because, uh, <laughs> I don't know, we still have uh, you know rich white men around.
1: Hey, but at least Black Archer, Golden Archer, Mega Archer um at least he got his due nobody said it was okay everyone was like get the hell off our team uh tom thumb's like wait maybe this was all a bad idea because of this so I, I applaud the series for this
0: tom thumb and also i'm gonna say this as well tom thumb had evidence of it beforehand and didn't say anything
1: well see this is tom thumb's biggest weakness is loyalty yeah it gets him in trouble every time. He's way too loyal to his people. With Nuke, he wouldn't tell, you know, he, he was wouldn't tell him he had cancer. He gave him cancer. He felt bad. Like, he, had, this is Tom Thumb in a nutshell. He wants to think the best of everyone. Yeah. Well. And yeah, this book is so good. Like, read it.
0: I think this <sighs> is like so issue good. four or five.
1: Oh, yeah. No, this happens early because then he goes away. They kick him out. And then he joins the Redeemers. And then there's the whole, well, we'll get to it, love triangle. There's yeah. a lot going on. I love it.
0: Yeah. So, speaking of the love triangle,
1: next 1st we're talking
0: about is Blue Eagle. Blue Eagle, as I like to call him. He used to go by American Eagle. American Eagle. We talked about this beforehand. Because uh, the um, Golden Agency, was that it? Golden
1: uh, Golden Company from Golden, yeah Golden from, Agency uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> no, oh, okay, oh,
0: it's the Golden Agency. I was right. The one that Power Princess was on. Uh, American Eagle was his father, and got the same thing as father because he doesn't have like a yeah. Uh, he got the wings. Wait, I forgot it. Like, are they doing the Hawkman thing? Like before? Oh well, no, post crisis where. Where like he had inth- metal wings, type thing. Yeah, I forgot if they're harnessed, harnessed. No, there
1: it's a it's a suit. It's, it's a, a suit. suit. Okay, I forgot yeah, if suit. it
0: was. I forgot uh, for a moment there. Yeah, like
1: no, I remember this one. He, it's a suit yeah. with wings. So it's like an Iron Man kind of or uh, yeah, yeah situation.
0: So um, his name is James Dore. He's he was a government agent and an airplane mechanic.
1: Now now. When was he an airplane mechanic?
0: Probably before it doesn't say here. I don't know.
1: Huh. <laughs> Alright, so his uh He's uh he was an airplane mechanic. Yep. He he gets the suit from his dad. Yep, right? gets a suit from his dad. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he has no criminal record and he's also dead.
1: Oh. Yeah. Mm, and when does he die? Oh,
0: with all the other
1: ones. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I but think he does like seven
2: c-
0: dead at the end. I want to say,
2: yeah, Look, and, and
1: this there's no. They kind of couldn't let him live after what happens. Yeah. I, I get it. I get why they went that way. Yeah. Well, um. So
0: he uh, first appeared in as American Eagle in Avengers eighty five.
1: Avengers eighty five, the issue where most of these guys showed up.
0: He also showed up as Captain
1: Hawk. Yeah. That's terrible.
0: Yeah, in Avengers 145 and as Blue Eagle in Squadron Supreme number 2.
1: Cuz Captain Hawk is a terrible name.
0: Well, it's it's my favorite cereal. It's the only cereal <laughs> you'll get like authentic
1: <laughs> Hawk beak.
0: Shaped uh, but, like corn nugget type it, thing. Well, and
1: it just like just like crunch berries, they will slice up the roof of your mouth yeah. at a moment's notice.
0: Yeah, they have like hawk beaks, they have like little wings, and they have like feathers. <laughs> like, and, and shields, little shields. And, yeah, and it's like, it's not the best. It will cut up the uh, roof of your mouth, but like, you know, if you eat them quickly and you're a child with quick killing mouth, <laughs> you're, it's great.
1: It's all worth it for the sugar.
0: <laughs> and he died in squadron supreme number 12 he is six. Yeah. he's six two uh weighs 195 has blue eyes and brown hair and also he is really good friends with uh dr spectrum if i remember right. correctly
1: right he's good for dr spectrum yeah that's his buddy
0: yeah he's good friends with dr spectrum and he was present when uh, when uh nuke not the captain America villain Right, the Uh, other nuke. The other nuke was was killed. Right. Yeah. Um. So he. So his father invented a special flying suit during World War II and became Mm -hmm. the American Eagle. When the senior door died, he passed on the wings to his son. In his. In his tradition, I don't understand that (laughs) because he was. So, like, wait, there was only one passing. He was starting passing. a new
1: tradition.
0: <laughs> only, it only passed to his son, which is one jump.
1: Yeah. No, it's it the happened, first time it ever happened. You can't call that a tradition.
0: Yeah, it's like like how you can't call Elf on a Shelf a tradition because it was made in 2005.
1: Oh, Elf on a Shelf. Don't get me started on Elf on a Shelf.
0: I'm, I'm, like, very pro... Uh, well, I'm very pro
1: not lying to kids. I am too, and, <laughs> and- believe me, it's, as as a parent, you, you begin to learn to relish lying to your kids. But um, I will say, I just don't like, it's a surveillance state thing with Elf on the Shelf. I, it's enough that, like, the, you know, you have all the Christmas songs when, you know, you know, Santa knows when you've been sleeping and he knows when you're awake. Um, but uh, the Elf on the Shelf, and you're supposed to hide it around your house with the, when the kids aren't around? And, like, so it's in a different spot all the time, so that the kids think that it's really sneaking around. I don't know. I don't like it. And that mention on a bench, I got some words for him, too, all right?
0: So, uh, yeah, so basically, he has wings that allows him to fly. He did change from being the American Eagle, because he was kind of just tired of living in his father's shadow. Which which I think is
1: fair. I mean, you know. Plus, Blue Eagle is a little different. I don't know. I like it.
0: Yeah, Blue Eagle. That's not bad. I mean, not my favorite Blue Blue Eagle, which is Sam the Eagle.
1: Well, he's everyone's favorite Blue Eagle. He has a certain uh, commanding presence that people really respond to.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. Even though, like, he would definitely be a a boot licking, a boot licking,
1: fall right chud. Oh, oh! Are you kidding? He'd be raising money to build the wall right now. So.
0: Oh, by the way, my new favorite thing to call, like, white ringers are chuds. Too, There is something about him that I like. Maybe oh. it's because he's made out of felt. Maybe he's, that's why.
1: <laughs> uh, it, again, and he's usually he's usually hoisted by his own petard, as it were. So, I like, he can be a little blustery, but San Diego's awesome. Not like that
0: Antifa super soldier Gonzo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or that SJW incel Kermit. Get that guy out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hippies. All of them. Hippies. They're either hippies or assholes. <laughs> Get Dr. Teeth's band out of here. <laughs> we don't like his kind playing here.
0: Animal? More like
1: animal. Yeah, I'd like to see animals' papers. All right, that's all I'm saying. Let's see some papers, Animal. All right, Mm -hmm. where were you born? You don't speak our language. At least if you're going to live in this country, you learn our language, Animal. So, Kermit is totally a centrist, by the way. Okay. um (laughs) It's true, actually. You (laughs) know what? You know what? You are correct. If we're we're going to politicize the Muppets, you are actually correct. And, And the Swedish chef, of course, is an anarchist.
0: And Miss Pig is one of those white ladies who voted for Trump who uh, realized soon after that they were bad. That he would she's, be bad
1: for them. She's like the woman. Did you see that documentary Queen of Versailles?
0: M- Miss, Piggy, Miss Piggy would, uh, would def- her brother would definitely be the Muppet version of er- uh, Eric Prince. <laughs> so, okay, I see, it. <laughs> which I see I, it. Which, if I remembered the puppet's name, I would say it.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know. That she she has a a
0: brother. No, she does have a brother. I know that. But but we're not talking about uh, Miss Piggy. We're talking about... uh, Oh, that's right.
1: Because she's in issue 13.
0: Yeah, she's in issue 13. The (laughs) mythical issue 13.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to be a Muppets, Squadron, Supreme crossover. It really... Uh, they they really overextended themselves, and plus they didn't know the Muppets at the time, so it was. They thought bad it was idea. a
0: weird. They thought it was a weird move, like right after like the very somber end to just have like <laughs> kind of like a almost farcical <laughs> ac- epilogue.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a little known fact, but Statler and Waldorf were actually in the last four episodes of Squadron Supreme, and they they had to be replaced by Blue Eagle. Yeah, yeah, they just co- colored right over them.
0: So speaking of, but speaking of someone who is deep in love, much like Miss Piggy is with, <laughs> with Kermit.
1: Oh, uh, but for <laughs> all the wrong reasons, yeah.
0: <laughs> of Lady Lark.
1: <laughs> lady Lark, Lark be a lady tonight.
0: So, <clears throat> Lady Lark is the Black Canary. hmm And this, although I think she's not nearly as much of a feminist icon as uh Black Canary was, you know, made to be. Uh, yeah. Uh, so she goes <clears throat> by Linda Lewis. Well, she goes by Lady Lark, but she, her real name is Linda Lewis. She is a former uh, former government agent and also former popular vocalist.
2: Yeah.
1: She was a singer. Yep. And she was no uh, Dazzler.
2: <clears throat> no Dazzler. But she was pretty good.
0: Dazzler being uh, the best product tie-in that actually led to a really
1: good <laughs> disco dazzler oh it's that's another fantastic thing i
0: talked about this on my dazzler episode but dazzler was supposed <clears throat> to be like a um they're going to basically marvel and a record company i forget yeah, it was casablanca
1: one. records yeah i remember this
0: they uh they were going to make a line of like m- disco mm-hmm. uh, disco uh songs or records with dazzler as kind of like a fake
1: yeah, like like, gor- sing- like gorillas, but with yeah. a comic book character or something.
0: Yeah, and the records didn't take off. Although I think that would be very interesting. I would like to see that happen now. Yeah. Uh, well,
1: do you have the Spider Man uh, album from the seventies?
0: Oh, no.
1: Reflections of a superhero. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> have You heard sh-
0: this? No, I haven't.
1: Oh, it's it's on Spotify and YouTube and everywhere. Yeah, it's an entire album, and it's not like a story album. It's all songs and about Spider Man and, uh, and his life. Uh, there's a song about Peter Parker, Nobody Has a Crush on Peter, um, and just about how sad and pathetic he is. Um, there's a song, I think, called Spider Man No More. It is really something, and it's all like 70s kind of softish rock.
0: Um, speaking
1: of things that would definitely
0: be on Spotify. Lady.
1: Lark.
2: (laughs) Lark!
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. She would definitely be there. I mean, it'd be weird when her career ended exactly in like 1980 when lady Lark showed up, but you know, still it'd be, she'd have a good little body of work.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so she has no criminal record of course, because, uh, she became one of the benign, uh, benign dictators of the world. I imagine you'd very very quickly get rid of any criminal stuff
1: at that point. True, very true. Yeah, it suddenly just isn't illegal. Yeah, it's not illegal when president, does it?
0: No, 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 definitely. Yeah. Uh, So she's currently single not
1: not for a good reason though no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> not for a good reason it turns out that both of the people that she was uh into uh it, and that were got, into her and were into her just
1: just very violently died <laughs> yep within within uh, moments of each other really I mean yeah. in the grand scheme of things very quickly after each other plus disco's never coming back so she's got a lot of heartbreak right now
0: she also appeared in uh, Avengers number eighty five. Mm-hmm. She is five uh, six, has blue eyes, red hair. Definitely drawn as blonde. Oh yes, like almost everything. Um, and she weighs one twenty. And I like her outfit for the most part as
1: well. If you say, uh, "Lady, uh, yeah," I, it's almost a little too black canary uh, without the fishnets, but. Cause that jacket's a little. That's very black canary.
0: Yeah, like she she has kind of like it looks almost like she's wearing like matte black leggings, mm-hmm. like heeled boots, like fairly common heeled boots you see with, I think with a lot of female superheroes. Yeah, um, kind of a deep V, like you know she's showing she she's showing some cleavage and stuff, but it's not anything excessive. Um, no, it's
1: it's not. Uh, it's it's a uh, you know it's a uh, it's not um. It's kind of like Black Canary if you covered up Black Canary's uh, fishnet parts with just black tights and uh, her arms and everything, yeah.
0: Also, she has kind of like a, looks kind of like a mustard yellow type thing going on as well (laughs) as her accent colors.
1: Yeah, it's uh, a lot of black and yellow in in this group.
0: Uh, Linda Lewis was a victim of an accident that severed her vocal cords and in an experimental technique to replace them dr anton uh decibel endowed <laughs> her with superhuman vocal powers
1: yeah we were all very shocked when dr decibel turned out to be a bad guy that 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 name really didn't indicate anything at all
0: I'm gonna just say this pretty just as a general rule mm-hmm. if you are uh, if you have a dr as a as the first part of your name, you're most likely going to be a bad guy. If it's Dr. Spelt out, you're a good guy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jesse,
1: you're blowing my mind hey, here.
0: So, so, I'm just saying.
1: I have never put that together.
0: You, uh, oh,
1: wait, if that, you... Wait, what about Dr. Doom. Because I've seen it both ways with Dr. Doom.
0: Well, he... he- Hmm. Well, the only reason he does things that are deemed bad by the fools um, <laughs> are because he wants to make sure that the world
1: is Notice. still a world for as long as possible. That's right, because otherwise, what would he have to control?
0: Well, no, 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 not to control. <laughs> to to gently guide into a more perfect future.
1: Yeah, or replace with robots. One or the other, really. Well,
0: sh- <laughs> Latveria has a universal healthcare system, and the, none of their children starve. Already a leg up. It's true it's on America, true. and
1: they've got a great look to them. They've got later hosen, little jackets. Like, uh, this is it that's a happy people also, right there?
0: Also, another thing: free education. No of one course. has to pay for it. Everyone's highly educated. Yeah, everyone. Sure, they do have a dictator.
1: Sure, <laughs> but. And I'm sure he's great if you break just the slightest rule. I'm sure nothing happens. The Doombots don't swoop in and arrest you or perhaps vaporize you. Here's
0: the thing about Doom, though. Sure, he leads a little bit more on the tyrannical side. But as long as you don't do anything that's bad, you don't have to worry about it. (laughs)
1: Oh God, you sound like you sound like family members who are uh, on the... Uh, let's say they wear red hats. Um it's <laughs> yeah. like you have nothing no. to worry about if you're not doing anything bad.
0: Well if you're if you're Valeria Richards, you can get away with anything because well, you know when when you meet someone who is both your, I guess, honorary niece and also your intellectual equal, yeah. You know, you
1: get away with more things. Yeah. I mean there's a bond there, which is Again, one of the cool things about Doctor Doom, very layered character, just like Lady Lark. She got all of her, she got all of her layers stripped out
0: of her. Unfortunately,
1: unfortunately, <laughs> she makes bad choices. Now, this is this is a bit where I think Squadron Supreme is lacking a little bit, in in they had a chance to have another like good, I think, powerful female character, and she's kind of a. Uh, she's kind of milk toast she doesn't really do anything
0: she's very milk toast and she is kind of more of a uh, a plot
1: device yes yes she's there for the men to do in their situation stupid things yeah. um and you know one one of which being hey i'm going to use this uh behavior modification box to uh, make you love me unequivocally until i get yeah. bored with you and the other one being like, no, I want her. And uh, I will fight you for her.
0: Yep. Yeah. And uh, so she has sonic powers. It's all the sonic powers. She screams. It hurts. You, you can't walk that well. It's hard to think.
1: Exactly the same powers as anybody with sonic powers.
0: Yeah. Yeah. U- unless you're Siren, who apparently has like a... A way to psionically talk while she's screen okay. flying?
1: Okay, I want to complain about this because I, I love both Siren and Banshee. Because they, they were around when I first started reading, you know, comics, early X Force, stuff like that. And I would hate it, hate it, hate it, hate it when artists would Draw them flying and talking. It bugged me so much as a little nerd. I was like, no! Where other artists would always have them, like, you know, just making their e or ooh sound when they flew, and then talk on the ground. Oh, it bugged me. It really did.
0: So, like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I don't like scream flying. Okay? I, I, <laughs> I said this on both Banshee and Siren episodes. I don't like scream flying.
1: Give them a jetpack i agree i mean i gotta agree but you know but uh cassidy sean cassidy right sean cassidy sean cassidy the original yeah. sean cassidy he's, yeah he's like, but he's he was real, so cool he's
0: he's real cool and real handsome and everyone agent,
1: and he had a castle and a pipe and he was so rad and he had a stupid accent but you know yes. he was pretty cool also but.
0: totally dating xavier's ex at one point <laughs>
1: Oh, out, totally. Even yeah. McTaggart were totally uh mm-hmm. you know, mm. bumping uh banshees. And but yeah, the the talking thing, they never really the power doesn't make a lot of sense. No. It really doesn't.
0: No, it doesn't. But uh speaking of a person who has a power that does make sense,
1: Nuke. Nuke. Now Nuke, you heard a lot about Nuke in our last episode, but this is this is where we're really really going to dig into Nuke. I think we kind of dug into everything about Nuke. I know we really really did. Um we kind of we kind of we, we kind
0: of burned some cast on the last yeah, one. Yeah,
1: we we kind of we talked about how he's pretty much Firestorm. Uh, he's not the Nuke from Captain America. He um
0: Well, let's talk talk about, let's talk about him a little bit. We can fill in the cracks. Yeah, Yeah. let's do it. Yeah. So his name is Albert Gaines. He has, I think, one of the worst costumes on the team, honestly.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's see. Let me look at that again. Uh, Yeah, that's terrible.
0: Yeah, it's a real bad. So, he has a yellow... Oh,
1: the mushroom cloud. That's, that's... Yeah, okay. The colors are terrible. Go no, on has, with the colors. He has
0: a mushroom cloud with, like, an atom thing in it. On a his nuclei chest, yeah. On his chest. Like, imagine... I would almost say that it's kind of like, uh... Like, if Wolverine, like, had, um... 13-year-old Kitty Pride design his costume. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that is so conceptual that it's really Welcome. hard to nail down, unless you know exactly what I'm talking about.
1: Welcome to the X-Men, Kitty. Hope you learn how to sew.
0: <laughs> so, like, like it is basically Wolverine colors, though.
1: Yeah, there's yellow, that ugly yellow, but it's, this one's a little uglier. Um, he got some blue, and he's got the red accents with his little explosion.
0: Yeah. Like, and like, and like, he has like, it looks like he's wearing like a yellow bodysuit, and he has kind of like, kind of like a half chest plate with a yeah. symbol on it, and then he has like a
1: uh, bikini briefs. Oh, you know that chest plate? It's kind of the opposite of Hyperion, who has the uh, high waisted belt. Like you could c- probably wear both of them, and they would snap right together. Oh, you could totally put a a (laughs) parent's belt on him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It would just like fit perfectly and he'd have an all codpiece, body codpiece, a torso codpiece.
0: Also, he has a very unadvised uh, ponytail.
1: There are a lot of reasons why a ponytail would not be a good idea as a crime fighter. Um, Mostly covered in the uh, documentary The Incredibles. Uh, pretty much for the same reason that you wouldn't want a cape, but uh, his looks really, really not so, cool. Not good. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Like,
0: also, also, like, maybe you don't want to grab the ponytail of someone who could give you cancer. Baby. Well, okay,
1: so but let's get into that whole part of Nuke. So Nuke's got atomic powers.
0: Well, well, first, let's actually, you know what? Let me get through the, the deets. All right. Okay, so uh, we kind of jumped into it, but he's a former government agent. Like them all. Yeah, and a former... Nuclear plant worker, and he has no criminal record. Um, he's single, and also super dead because <laughs> one of his friends killed him. <laughs>
2: yeah, on accident
1: again. Squadron Supreme's awesome. Everybody, yeah. people killing. It's it's got everything in it.
0: Yeah, and uh, his mother and father died of cancer because of him.
1: Yes, yeah, and so, his brother,
0: yeah, who I don't remember. Saying them saying much about him,
1: I don't remember oh. a brother really much at yeah, all. Yeah, he has a brother
0: honest. Scott. Scott Gaines, huh? I mean, knowing the track record with Scotts, and I'm you know what I'm including Scott Ackerman with this. most <laughs> of them were bad
1: oh come on you know,
0: no, I'm including Scott Ackerman in this because they cancelled <laughs> Doctor Game Show which is one of my favorite uh,
1: they, they don't do Doctor Game Show anymore they don't do it they cancelled
0: Doctor Game Show on Earwolf and I'm blaming I'm blaming Scott even well, though he's not the owner of the company
1: no but he, he was the, the he started it out wow I like Doctor Game Show that was good I'm Doctor surprised actually is, I felt like it was just like reaching it's peak really in popularity yeah, it was
0: and then they stopped
1: Huh? There's Very few all ages podcasts too, like that are actually funny. No, like, huh? Good and guess, too. Like I'm too. hoping,
0: I'm I'm hoping, I'm hoping they come back because this wouldn't be because like if this is our second time around. Yeah, but like I'm hoping they come back. But like I, you know, just you know, ring ring on the f- telephone. It's
1: Joe <laughs> Joe Firestone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, okay. So like yeah. most Scots. Uh, you heard it from Jesse. If you're a Scott, you are a raging asshole. That's what yes. Jesse says to you.
0: That's what I say to you because mm-hmm. you share the same name of Cyclops. <laughs> Scott Summers, which means you are automatically associated with one of the worst X-Men characters.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who had a brother named Alex, which is a much cooler name. And Who is also cooler. a
0: much cooler person.
1: Yeah, who's a geologist, people. Well, and
0: well, no, well sh- attempted geologist who will never become one it's
1: okay he, <laughs> he look he just didn't finish his he had enough credits he didn't do the uh, project he didn't they get need to finish
0: to, it what they need to do and i know this is already running long this is why it's a mega episode we still mega. have four more characters to talk about um <laughs> but get excited but i feel like what they need to do they need to make a like next big milestone okay episode issue they need to build up to the point where Alex gets to finally get his doctorate. Like, <laughs> Why like would a anybody a
1: big... care about that though? Because Except I... me. because I care and you care. <laughs> I do. I I do care. Because,
0: like like don't like you just make it a big milestone thing. Like don't dedicate like a battle and stuff to it. Just have him be like, you know what? I'm quitting. I'm gonna finally get my. He's you know, he's degree. done it before.
1: The retiring thing would work, yeah. yeah that it, would and, work, and, like, yeah. And
0: like maybe show him like actually graduating, mm-hmm. and like you know, and then have like you know Scott just be an asshole of the the, <laughs> the 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 crowd, and everyone be like real happy for him.
1: They're like, wait a minute, your brother's a terrorist mutant. I I had no idea.
0: Wait, wait, your your brother was the one who killed the only mutant everyone liked. Yeah,
1: this is. I mean. What's up with, <laughs> with that?
0: But but you know, like make that the big next big milestone thing. Just get I him like in, and like also and also after that they all like whatever Scott like calls him up, he's like, no, it's doctor <laughs> <laughs> every single time.
1: <laughs> doctor Summers, please. Doctor. I didn't spend uh two and a half years digging. <laughs> <laughs> for rocks. Just to be called Mr. Thank I, you.
0: I didn't spend four whole decades waiting for this exact moment for you not to call me doctor.
1: I still don't understand how how Iceman's uh, CPA and they couldn't get let Havoc graduate. He was almost so, there.
0: So, hey, hey, Iceman, he's an omega level. He can do whatever he wants.
1: How he, only because of, of uh, uh, the, uh, what's her name, White Queen. It's the only reason he's omega level. She unleashed that stuff, man.
0: It was within him the whole time.
1: Yeah, but he was going nowhere with it, just like his homosexuality. (laughs) He was going nowhere with it.
0: Just like his homosexuality, which was also dragged out of him by a a (laughs) supposed friend. That's right.
1: (laughs) The only way to get him to realize anything, damn it. You You have to really change his life dramatically in a horrible way, and boom. He suddenly you suddenly like, something. You
0: just have to rip agency away from him.
1: <laughs> oh, poor uh,
0: Speaking of someone who has a very uh, poor life, Nuke, who is uh, who first showed up in Squadron Supreme number three.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is one sorry, of the few. No, no, characters. no. Sorry,
0: his last appearance was that. Yeah, that was also super early. Holy crap! Super this-
1: early. Oh my god.
0: Okay, so he first showed up in Defenders.
1: Oh, because this Um, is Dr. Spectrum. Right, right, right.
0: Yeah, he first showed up in Defenders 112, uh, October 1982. Hmm. Strange visitor from another planet. And this was an Overmind
1: issue. Oh, I was like, wait, he's not uh, an alien. So I was very confused because Nuke is human.
0: Yeah, so this was probably the precursor to Overmind being sent to Counter-Earth.
1: Okay. That probably Probably. is. You're probably right. That would be the right time.
0: Mm -hmm. Overmind did not show up in a lot.
1: No. And that would be the right time for him to have his last show before uh, Squadron Supreme. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, which would start off Squadron Supreme because Overmind took over? Counter-Earth. Counter Earth, but well, not Counter Earth. He took over. Oh, He right. took over Nighthawk. Well, Kyle, Kyle's Richards. Sorry, Kyle. Did I just associate two of really bad people together? Mm, I just did. Kyle Richmond, not Richards. Um, he's <laughs> not. He's not also one of the awful Richards.
1: <laughs> Reed Richards' <laughs> delinquent brother, Kyle. <laughs> he only has 1 degree. Everyone makes fun of him. He's a dermatologist in Ohio. <laughs>
0: well, well, everyone everyone knows uh who's in the know, at least like, you know, me. Uh is uh Nathaniel Richards uh R- Reed Richards' dad. Um he is known as to some people time fucker where he just travels through time <laughs> and just makes lots of half brothers for three Richards
1: you know I would Kang would be a much better character if he was Kang well, oh no Kang, Kang the time fucker <laughs>
0: no no Kang is related to Nathaniel Richards one of the Kangs might also be Dr. Doom but we're not talking. We're not talking about Kang. Oh yeah, I Kang. Done- you I'm, did I'm Kang. done talking about you Kang, did Kang. I did Ramatut. I'm done talking about Arr, Kang.
1: Ramatut. All right, Nuke. Nuke.
0: First appeared in Defenders one twelve, and it looks like these. Yeah, it looks like it was a brief, uh, a brief storyline where Overmind was fighting with the Defenders, uh, and this was also the time when Iceman. And Beast was on the Defenders.
1: Yeah, this was the um, and Ghost Rider?
0: No, no. We're thinking of, No, never mind. No, it was Beast was on the Defenders. I'm thinking of the Champions of Los Angeles.
1: Oh, Champions. Well, that Champions, was Iceman yeah. and Beast. Yeah. Or Iceman yeah. and Angel?
0: Iceman, Beast, and Angel?
1: Was it all three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah,
0: because this was... because No. Because
1: it, it was definitely Angel, remember? Because didn't they live in his... Uh, like, wasn't their headquarters? One of Maybe his... You might be
0: thinking of X-Factor. Oh, I am. You're thinking X-Factor.
1: Yeah, because they lived in his penthouse. Yeah, at the beginning. Cause this Before they got been- the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry.
0: Nuke was exposed to radioactive waste and then gained powers yeah. to use nuclear power. Yeah. Um. He became the sixth recruit.
1: A nice. Well, you know, that's still pretty good. It's half the team, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, he became grief stricken after the death of his parents and went berserk and was suffocated while battling Doctor Spectrum.
1: Yeah, because here's the problem: he gets the radioactive powers, but he also gives off radiation.
0: And and uh, and I thought this was drawn out more. I've, it's I I really a, really did too. <laughs> I thought it was drawn out more. I, are you um, sure
1: about this? Are you sure it's issue three?
0: It's it's issue three. That's what it says here. Yeah, it says issue three. I confirmed it with two different things. Right. It's issue three. Wow. So, um, so he was given like a suit basically to because yeah, he kept number on,
1: three. Wow.
0: Yeah, because kept on he kept on putting off more and more radiation. Mm-hmm. So he was given another suit, which was marginally better because it looked more like a hazmat suit instead of this abomination.
1: Yeah, that, that's um, a, it's a terrible costume. Yeah,
0: And uh, yeah, he went berserk basically after his parents died of cancer. And uh, Tom Th- he tried to go after Tom Thumb for a little bit, but um, didn't, well, did he, wasn't able to.
1: Did he ever find out before he dies that he also gave Tom Thumb cancer? Nope. Yeah, I do not think so.
0: No one figures it out until after he dies.
1: Yeah. And what Tom Thumb knew, but he was being nice.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, Tom Thumb didn't know. And um Yep, so basically he was given off a bunch of radioactive, you know, well, radioactive
1: radioactive.
0: Uh, what what am I thinking of? Fallout. Fallout. Yes, that's what I was thinking of. Radioactive fallout and uh, Dr. Specter was just like, "I we can't have this happen. I'm going to try to t- uh, incapacitate him. he was going to try to knock him out by r- reducing, um,
1: oxygen. But then he died. Yep, he took away it, a little too much oxygen,
0: and uh, he was guilty about it the entire time.
1: Yeah, again, it
0: was hard for him to fight the entire time. This is of this.
1: issue three. They have an entire nuke has an entire storyline, and it's 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 a quarter of the way. Through the entire miniseries.
0: And these are like standard size issues as well. Yeah, these
1: are not There's double a, size. There's nothing. It's it is packed. Yeah.
0: Th- it's a lot of comic book in this comic book. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to the next person. All right. Which is Arcana. And this is Arcana with the Anna with two N's. Very clever. I like her a lot. I think she's one of my favorite characters.
1: <laughs> Arcana? Arcana, yes, really? I like her Yeah,
0: I like her a lot.
1: Tell me more. All right. So, so
0: her name is Arcana Jones.
1: I uh, see. I've never, I'm never a big fan of the magician person. See, in a group. I,
0: I think, I think she might have imprinted on me from another version of her, like the ultimate, the ultimate version of her and the supreme power, in the
1: supreme power one.
0: I, th- she imprinted on me first, uh, like I, when I was younger. Hmm. Interesting. And. And No, I don't think it was because it was, you know, a, a lady in a comic book who was drawn by Greg Land. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think it was that per se, because, like, I... But like Excuse I, me, I,
1: excuse me, traced by Greg Land. Let's be... Tra- uh, let's Okay, be, sorry, traced by Greg Land. Use appropriate terms here. <laughs> okay,
0: traced by Greg Land. But, like, I like her. She is... Hmm. She's, like, she's probably one of the more level-headed people. Mm-hmm. And, like... I don't know. I, I there's not a lot in here, but like I just I found her charming.
1: She is not as she doesn't have as much angst and everything as most of the other characters. Um, but I don't know. Wow, Arcana. Okay, never really. I, I gotta say, I never really was that that into her. I gotta reread it now just to see that she does have a snappy costume.
0: Yeah, which is which, like kind of think enchantress. Uh,
1: Kinda. I think Enchantress a lot of Enchantress and basically like a uh black canary but with green instead of black. Also I also I
0: like her boots a
1: lot. She's got good boots. They're like they're like uh half elf boots, half pirate boots.
0: I would say almost Peter Pan boots.
1: Yeah. And, and yeah. she has a great cape.
0: Yeah, she has. She's got and an she arm, has arm so like,
1: it might be a poncho technically. She has like but a shawl
0: kind of. I would yeah, say yeah, it's
1: a shawl. There you go. It's a twin yeah. set. She's got a very nice little twin set that she fights crime in. It's yeah, nice and
0: it's it's it like I like her a lot. Like she like she seems to be the most chill. Like and she has a life outside of like crime fighting. No, oh, that's
1: well. I, yeah. She actually has a whole. uh She was a a um, what do you call it? She has a family, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah she has a family. Which we'll talk about in just a little bit. So, yeah, so her name is Arcana Jones. Um, not related to famous failing upwards Rick Jones. <laughs> uh,
1: now, we can bag on Rick Jones all you want. And I believe me, I can bag on Rick Jones for hours. But he's better than that fucker snapper car. All right? That's all I'm going to say. Okay? <laughs> At least he doesn't snap his damn fingers all the time. All right? <laughs> so, a gov- So gov- government agent.
0: Former medium. Um, everyone knows. Everyone knows about her because she was one of the benign dictators.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, she. She basically. Well, and also she did go by her real name, so it's, yeah. she wasn't really doing a lot to hide it very well beforehand. Anyway. Yeah, she kind of pulled a Doctor Strange there. He just used his job title. It's just
0: like a. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's just your name. Yep, worked out pretty well for me. <laughs> Didn't have to do much thinking.
0: Uh, So, she is married, which Mm. is the first person who's been married. Also, nuke is single if you want to marry a dead person who can give you cancer. Um, Wow. Now that
1: you put it that way, (laughs) Jesse.
0: Yeah. Uh, She has a husband who is normal, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Philip Philip Jones, I'm going to assume.
1: Oh, now, now, now.
0: Well, I'm going to assume it because at that time, I don't think it was super common. No, I know, I know.
1: Yeah, um, but yeah. they don't
0: give a last name, so I'm just going to assume it because they do that for the women characters who are married. Oh, sure. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so she has uh, two daughters, Drusilla and Katrina.
1: And, and wait, what's She also name?
0: has Drusilla Catr- and Catr- uh, Katrina.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry.
0: And she also has two sons, Andrew and Thompson. <laughs>
1: She so, has so many well, kids. Why do the girls get cool goth names and the, the boys are just like Thompson? That's a very modern name. I find you that huh. you could
0: have thrown in you could have thrown in a uh, like a Caden and like a like a Caden and maybe like a Raven. Yeah,
1: Raven and Caleb or uh, um or Anton. What's, what's, you could have like an Anton. The, what's the name of the witch Clarion? <laughs> Clarion. Yeah.
0: Well no you have to do something that could pass as a normal name but clearly is you know Like Priscilla. Yeah. Priscilla's kind of uh, Justilla.
1: Yeah, that that hasn't been a common name in a long time. <laughs>
0: well, uh so she's 5'8. So kind of tall eight. for a lady.
1: Yeah. All right, Arcana. One,
0: 115 has blue eyes and silver hair. I like it. Always drawn as blonde, though. What is it with these people? It
1: is not silver. I mean, every picture I've seen. I'm looking at the guidebook, handbook, I'm looking at everything. Yeah, it's, she's blonde.
0: Like, you don't even have the excuse of, like, strawberry blonde.
1: No, and it's not like you can't do silver. I mean, I know that certain colors were hard to do back in, like, Look, comic silver books, sable. but silver was not hard to do. No, you, silver sable. They also drew the silver
0: surfer All the time.
1: All the time. <laughs> like yeah they, it was,
0: until they realized how boring he was that they'd and then you know someone wow. who wrote could write wrote him I, and that's not a dig at stanley he can write for the most part but
1: i, I like um i'm not a big silver surfer guy um, i'm not a
0: big Sur- well if you listen to my silver surfer episode i'm not a big silver surfer guy either
1: i yeah i do however that mobius book have you ever read the uh one shot that he did with stanley in the 80s no mobius did a uh silver surfer one shot the art is amazing i just i love it but the story is like really not great because stanley writing very late in his career where his writing career but um oh that art i will
0: maybe like silver surfer written by donny cates because donny cates is a masterful writer yeah the i the first issue came out as of the week i'm recording uh, okay. this recording Definitely read it. They're doing something completely different. Basically, Thanos is dead and in his will they're just like, I uploaded my consciousness to another person. Um good luck. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and it's pretty good.
1: Alright. I'm in. So have the cast alone is pretty awesome.
0: We are talking about someone completely different. I don't even have a good, I don't
1: even have a good, like, go in, like, are a good segue. <laughs> Wait, I don't, I, we, we're, d- we're done with Arcana?
0: No, we're not. Oh we're God. talking about Arcana still. All right,
1: she, last I remember, she had four kids.
0: Yeah, she had four kids. Okay. She has silver hair, but always drawn blonde.
2: Yeah. Um, right.
0: So she was born with the aptitude for for the supernatural as well as certain psychic abilities, mm-hmm. which developed as she matured. Um, After marrying, she decided to support her family as a professional crime fighter so her husband could raise their kids. And she was a fifth recruit. I love her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. She's
0: so good and pure and wholesome besides the whole benign dictatorship thing.
1: Well, you know, again, kind of falls under that whole, you know, supporting her family. What was the safest thing for her to do? It was the safest. Take over the planet
0: yeah and so like she but she kind of gets out of it in a very like not unscathed' cause her some of her best friends died, yeah, but like, but she kind of leaves without too much like extra tragedy,
1: no, she still has her family. um, she didn't have also- like her husband die in front of her or something. yeah, she did all right for herself
0: also she um she was pregnant for a majority of the run as well. Ah, uh, she was using her magic to hide it. pretty much the entire time.
1: Yeah, like it's supposed and, to be a big reveal, but I don't know. It's just
0: like I mean, and also one of the things which I'm going to applaud Mark Grinwald for not doing this. But she was pregnant during the final battle. She has not had her child yet. That happened kind of as a prologue mm-hmm. type thing. Um, and uh, one of the things that people worried about is that you know she shouldn't be fighting. She's pregnant. She doesn't want the, you know, they don't want the kids, the kid to be, you know, miscarried, basically. Yeah. Um, And Mark Greenwald did not do the thing that half of of the other male comic book writers do and
1: get rid of the baby. Oh, he absolutely would have. That's the easiest dramatic, uh, easiest thing thing to do is to say, oh, will she lose the baby? And of course, yes, because that's. Women must be punished for doing something like trying to save the world.
0: And, and we they, didn't do it. And they didn't do it. And they kind of made it kind of as like a coda uh, at the end where it was. we done some bad things. We need to step down. We need to make the world better for this brand new person. She just bought into yeah. this world.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it actually ties in very nicely. It's, this story ends very nicely tied together.
0: It does. It's almost like it's a very good book that we keep on talking about how good it is <laughs>
1: <laughs> almost like that <laughs> um, people are so, gonna re- people are gonna read this and be like what the hell are these guys going on about <laughs> it
0: so, is awesome uh, speaking of something that might convince you that it's not a good book oh. we're gonna talk about apex
1: yeah we're starting to get down to the second <laughs> tier here people so um yeah strap yourself in
0: so um apex, apex not, apex, not or the, the a- thing that both me and rob just realized is a pun on apex
1: yeah i'd never so apex first of all is awesome like there's 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 no way around it like it nope. is if you if you listen to the last thing god help you if you did if you listen to the last thing it's a super intelligent ape with tank treads for legs who wears half a dress from the waist up kind yeah. of a sexy dress too
0: yeah, it's, uh, and... I'm
1: not applying she's sexy. I'm saying it's a slinky dress. Maybe that would be a better use of words.
0: Well, no, no. Of course, no. It's I very, mean, she's very a hot ape. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it does have a real name, and it's Xena.
1: Oh. Well, real name. I mean...
0: Form from a. she's a super intelligent ape. She has sentience. <laughs> she um, does. She does. A former criminal, now scientist. Um... Her identity is publicly known She used to have a criminal record but is now pardoned Because she went through the B-Mod
1: Yeah which is Again another creepy use of
0: The B-Mod A former member Of the Institute of Evil Current Mm -hmm. member of the Squadron Supreme And uh, She first appeared in Squadron Supreme Number 5
1: And again people, She is a super intelligent ape there's, there's nothing like she looks like an ape in a treaded wheelchair. It's, it's really something. And her name is Apex. I yep. love it.
0: And also, I wouldn't say a rival, but like intelligent enough to be like, keep up with, uh,
1: Tom Thumb. Oh yeah. No, she is not as smart as him, but she, yeah, she is his right hand ape. And, okay. uh like she yeah she she invents stuff she looks at the end of the series like she's trying to invent something that could even bring somebody's consciousness back to life like she's not uh she's, she's a real smarty
0: yep and uh she also super in love with Tom Thumb
1: yeah now that's the now that gets a little weird super yeah. in love and there like, are su- many many obstacles to this relationship <laughs>
0: i many. would say almost <laughs>
1: everything perhaps insurmountable
0: you know i like to think love conquers all but so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say that her very existence makes it kind of hard for her to be in a relationship with a human
1: anybody really she's tank treads from the waist down she's uh super intelligent so she's not gonna go for other apes and um yeah it's uh i'm just saying it's it's gonna be a rough dating life for her a lot of swipes in the wrong direction.
0: So she's a product of an experiment of an artificial enhancement of simian intelligence When her trainer was slain, she turned to crime, yep. eventually joining the Institute of Evil.
1: Which is an accredited, fully accredited uh, institution, and uh, people really need to lay off them. They don't just do evil, it's just a name.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, as Toad said uh, the the brotherhood of evil mutants it's not they're not evil it's what people think they are so they take on the name that's right
1: it totally is a good idea it yeah. doesn't lead, give anyone the wrong impression at all
0: they could have just called them the institute that would also be a good it's team. ominous
1: it's yeah. uh it would have also been a good name but so yeah. she she was brought up as uh she was what do they call that? uplifted whatever oh. um and is super super smart
0: Yep, and uh, she is three four from head to trunk. That's what they say. Because it's all she's got.
1: It's so sad.
0: She weighs one sixty uh, pounds. Hmm. Has a- brown brown eyes and brown fur. <laughs> a normal strength for a simian, which means oh, she can rip your face off. Yeah,
1: she can absolutely rip your face off. Maybe an arm. Uh.
0: So she has human uh, genius level intelligence mm-hmm. and a great mechanical aptitude. Yep. Uh, so limitations.
1: Yes, uh, there they are. Uh, Let's get into this list.
0: Yeah. Apex, or a- apex's legs or in lower torso has been amputated, necessitating the use of vehicular transportation.
1: Yes, otherwise known as a little teeny tiny tank.
0: You think since she was evil, she'd also have like a little tank gun? Oh, on it as that'd well. be.
1: Oh, but oh, the positioning—the positioning there would not look right. Oh no, it, wouldn't. <laughs> it would.
0: not well, she could put it on the top.
1: Okay, there you go, a little hat, a little tank Man. hat,
0: Get A little tank hat.
1: <laughs> no, I agree. Actually, um, and she—she she really that once that D or B mod box kicks in, she's not evil at all.
0: Well, she does uh, undergo the reverse uh, as everyone did. Oh, right, to undo the when B-mod. they realized it
1: was bad, yeah.
0: She does have some uh, withdrawal from reality.
1: Yeah, but she, she it. recovers. She re- it's the love that makes her recover, and that's what's even weirder.
0: So, um, now we're going to be talking about my favorite doctor.
1: Uh, Dr. Anus? No. Doc- um, well, Dr. By, by my favorite
0: doctor. Dr. Brown. But, by my favorite Good doctor, soda. I mean, um, eh, doctor. Uh, <laughs> uh we're going to be talking about Dr. Decibel.
1: Dr. Decibel. The, the, yeah. the, the most obvious name on earth. Uh, also,
0: also, his last name is Decimal, so he, uh, he pulled a Doctor Strange.
1: Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he's like, okay, my name is Decibel. My career options are few. Uh, so I need to do something with sound. And, uh, I like the name of Doctor with it. Sounds a lot better than just decibel. Also, he
0: his name is Anton Decibel, which means I guess he has to be evil in some way.
1: And maybe it's and maybe we've been saying it wrong this whole time. Maybe it's Anton Decible. Ooh, Anton Decible! <laughs> That's pretty good. Anton Decible, a uh, uh, famous uh, surgeon, uh, is going to be working on you today. Oh,
0: former criminal surgeon now. <laughs> A criminal, physician for the squadron.
1: Criminal surgeon.
0: Well they have to hey, any anyone of any any occupation could be a surgeon. I'm not a
2: surgeon. Sorry. <laughs> I, a Hi, I'm a jazz surgeon.
1: <laughs> I uh, jazz musician by day or by night, surgeon by day.
0: No, so anyone of any occupation could be evil. So it's you could be a criminal janitor.
1: It's true. You could be
0: a, a criminal teacher.
1: Oh, no, no, there's never any evil teachers. That's, that's impossible.
0: Oh, I mean, in my high school, there were two teachers who got in trouble for having relationships with one of their students. So I'm going to say it's evil. Oh, they could be evil.
1: On. Yeah, they, everyone's got one of those, uh, at least one of those. So, but Doctor Decibel,
0: yeah. So he's now pardoned because he went through the B-Mod thing, mm-hmm. and he's also now dead. But he didn't die in the last battle like most of them. No, he died. Uh, he first appeared in Squadron Supreme number uh, issue number five, and died in uh, Squadron Supreme issue number ten. And this is going to be related to a character we talk about later. But one of the characters who also died in the same issue, they got in a battle. They got in a battle with some of the uh, with some people, and got hurt. And his powers basically killed a bunch of people because like while he was under in his coma his powers were kind of just going all over the place I and mean, we'll talk about that in just a little bit but uh but yeah um he looks like a doctor
2: yeah
1: he he his costume is ultimate doctor
0: his his costume is i have a lab coat with three pockets
1: he does <laughs> and some cool buttons it's uh it's a good lab No, no, coat. not three
0: buttons no he has three pockets no i said no, it's and a good, lab good coat.
1: buttons that's all he does have three pockets it's a weird it's a weird look like they're not placed well i also kind of feel like his um his smock or whatever his, his scrubs his lab coat i really feel like it should have full sleeves I feel like it should too. But you know I don't I wouldn't <sighs> want my doctor's hairy arms hanging out.
0: Well, you know, maybe you need to be less her <laughs> 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 That you was a fancy word I just got said. me
1: there, his yeah. yeah.
0: So um so yeah, he he did die. Um little is known about his background. Except that he was a surgeon who performed operation on Lady Lark, who endowed her with her super hypersonic uh, vocal cords.
1: I just saw, I just saw in comic Vine a, uh, a Fred Hembeck <laughs> drawing of Dr. Decibel. Oh, I need to look at that and one. I'm like, when did he get so low on the Marvel character list that he, he's like, I've drawn everybody. I'm going to do a little drawing of Dr. Decibel.
0: A character that was around for exactly five issues, yeah, and not five, five full issues. No,
1: and barely appears in them too. He's he's just literally a plot device to heal or give somebody superpowers. Um, yeah, yeah. He does capture. He's got the three pockets, the short sleeves. It's uh, it's something all right. Like, who's the the poor guy who commissioned that? Who did?
0: Like, what? How? Why?
1: (laughs) Somebody had to. Somebody paid money for him to do that. It's amazing. I love
0: it. I mean, they captured the general feel.
1: Mm -hmm. Not bad, I guess. No, it's just... Why? Why? I mean, it's like if you were getting... Like if you were getting an Avengers, all right let's say you''re you're, you're, you're meeting Fred Hembeck, you're meeting somebody you like you know and they're gonna draw a character and they said we want anyone from the Avengers. you can pick anyone and you pick Jarvis like okay, Jarvis is all right, but out of all the other people you could pick, you'd pick Jarvis you at least pick Jarvis as a scroll. Yeah, scrollvis. I, I just, I don't, I don't get it. But, hey, good on you, whoever got the Dr. Decibel uh, drawing.
0: T- to be fair, I would totally get a Dr. Demonicus drawing. <laughs> so, well, dead, so, you know.
1: That's a little, that at least, I mean, that's that's at least interesting. Dr. Decibel, he's just got a bad name, and uh, he, uh, well, he's a doctor. <laughs> that's
0: pretty much it. Well, he was elected a full membership in the Squadron Supreme, and he was suffocated in <laughs> Quagmire's extra-dimensional slime.
1: <laughs> the giggity slime.
0: <laughs> I think he's supposed to be like a, a DC equivalent. Um, oh, oh I think- no, you
1: are incorrect, my friend, because I did a little Ooh. research of my own.
0: Ooh, what was
1: it? Dr. Decibel is an analog of Green Lantern's old foe, Sonar. Who I have never heard of. That's why I did not think (laughs) it. Yeah. So I think either this is crap or just a deep, deep pull. I don't know. I'm going to say both. So
0: he's 5'11, has blue eyes, and this is wrong. His hair is not black. He's been shown only as a redhead. Oh yeah,
1: no, he is not. How ha- that is that is just dead wrong. He He's is a redhead. Only
0: been shown as a redhead. Yeah, only. Yeah,
1: I mean because again, this is a book that is teeming with redheads, uh, in including Apex. Um, but,
0: almost all of them, yeah, dudes. Which is the opposite of of the uh, of what Marvel normally does. Yeah, a
1: lot of ginger. Well, again, this book was not written by John Byrne or uh, Chris Claremont, so the uh the lady redhead the lady ginger quotient is going to be lower than usual
0: he weighs 185 which i don't believe cuz he's like 511 and he does not look 580 i mean 185
1: yeah yeah i'd say he's a little leaner you know it looks he's like he does lean. some running some lifting yeah i can see it
0: I, I he doesn't seem like even like lean muscularly
1: though no no he just, he he just seems like seems a guy like who does light exercise a guy who's in shape but not like like buff, you know? Yeah. yeah.
2: Um.
0: He's also, cap- he also has a thing that is capable of emitting decibel, decibels.
1: I don't want to brag, uh, Jesse, but I also have a thing that's capable of emitting decibels.
0: But is it uh, 300 decibels?
1: I don't think so. Oh, uh, it's a pretty big boombox, but uh, okay, probably not that much.
0: So the last person we're talking about is Lamprey. Lamprey who I think is one of the more interesting characters out of the later characters they bring in. Anyway. The,
1: uh, yeah, because from the Institute, which yeah. comes, which by the way, Institute doesn't even come until episode, uh, issue, issue five. E- five. Yep. Yeah.
0: After they begin doing B-modding on all the criminals.
1: Yeah, this is after they take over the world and <laughs> immediately. This is, well,
0: this is actually after they get everyone has food and shelter.
1: Yeah, oh yeah.
0: Have, yeah, it's so basically, they're climbing up the hierarchy of needs yeah. for everyone there in the world. Go. So it's like, okay, do you have food and shelter?
1: Yes. Are you safe?
0: Yes. Okay, we need to somehow make everyone feel loved. I if, don't know if how. If this
1: has Maslow as one of the characters, it's like, all right, this is the order we got to go in. I've made a whole chart out of this. <laughs>
0: So, we need to get everyone to be self-realized, but I don't know how to make people feel loved.
1: <laughs> oh, that's why you got uh, you got uh, the B-Mod. We'll, we'll just work it out with that. So, uh, his name
0: is Donald McKeegan? Geekgen? <laughs> I don't It's know a name. Lamb, pray. Uh, yeah. So, uh, he's supposed to be analog for a Parasite. In fact, he is almost a one-for-one analog, except he's not purple. Um, hmm. and the Paris—well, we'll get into it. His the parasite does I th- is I I think one of the better Superman villains. He is a criminal now, pardoned and also dead.
1: His costume's pretty, pretty lame though.
2: Uh,
0: his costume is lame. Like he has like a. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe. It's almost like it is he is a... It is very
1: hard to describe.
0: It is like... I would say it's almost like a, like a bat, but not really.
1: It's like a bat meets Wolverine, but it's also gray with purple highlights. Also, he totally has pigtails. So he's got pigtails sticking out from the Wolverine ears. And yeah, but they're definitely pigtails. It's not like just long hair. Like they're... they're Banded together tails. in some way as pigtails. Um, it's it's a uh, it, it is a daring look.
0: You, you know what? Like I can overlook it because I think he's one of the better characters that were brought in later.
1: I agree. Out of the institute, because he actually gets some agency. You know, he actually gets some story in there. Sorry, and he becomes well, mostly because he has buddies with uh, Tom Thub.
0: Yeah. He does become good friends with Tom Thumb yeah. later, before he dies. And
1: he's the key, right, until he dies, of course. But yes, but knowing Tom Thumb does help your character. Yeah.
0: Well, because Tom Thumb is kind of, I think, actually... Kind of, I think, one of the more important storylines. Oh, he's the glue.
1: He's the glue.
0: Yeah, he's the glue. Yeah. Well, it does fall apart after he dies very quickly. Yeah,
2: yeah absolutely.
0: But, uh, but yeah, he's former member of... Uh, Former member of the Inst- uh, Institute of Evil, which I should say, which I think should still be the Institute. I agree, and the evil and should be implied. <laughs> yeah, a member of the Squadron Supreme and a secret member of the Redeemers.
1: Oh, that's right. Ooh. He was a mole. They're inside. Well, man. no, he, he
0: he was a mole after he was unbemodded modded.
1: Yes, yeah,
0: right. Because he was unbeam modded. Yeah, I mean, he was one of the first ones. Yeah. to be unbemodded modded. Um, so, he first showed up in Squadron Supreme number 5 and died in number 12. Um, little is known about his backstory before joining the City of Evil. He was uh, B modded, then elected in S- Squadron Supreme, and then he was unb modded by Nighthawk and fought against the Squadron. And he was killed trying to absorb all of Dr. Spectrum's energy.
1: Yeah, which was not oh. a great idea, but. No. I mean, it was his power, but Doctor Spectrum is extraordinarily powerful.
0: Yeah, and that's saying a lot because, like, Lamprey kind of just clowns on uh, Hyperion a lot.
1: Yeah, it was also <laughs> extraordinarily overpowered. So yeah, yeah,
0: like he, he like he, straight up
1: clowns on uh, like Hyperion multiple times. Yeah, it's I agree, and it's as entertaining. I do have to say though lamprey's not a good name
0: it's no it doesn't make sense because like no like are they if uh, like i'm guessing they're evoking like uh lamprey eel or yeah, lamprey yeah
1: like you know little little, little things f- that kind of live on the side of sharks and whatnot but they don't drain their power they just kind of siphon off and get the get the excess crap you know like and plus, his costume—is he trying to look like a like an eel because he's going to fail? He's failing spectacularly.
0: Well, to be fair, there is a character called the eel, and he in all vor- versions of him fail spectacularly to look like an eel.
1: Lamprey has a—it just all goes back to the terrible costume. It is a—it is an indescribable costume. I don't even know how to describe it.
0: Yeah, so he's a uh, six foot, has brown eyes, brown hair, and weighs two ten. Um, his strength level is veritable, because he can absorb strength, mm-hmm. and he can absorb he can absorb superhuman powers from virtually any source, yep. which includes a uh, blue eagle's wings.
1: Right, which it should not be able to do. Yes,
0: I don't think he should be able to, but he
1: does. He does,
2: and
0: also, I just want to say that panel is real funny <laughs> because the the, the the Happy Landing Scum panel. The Happy Landing Scum. It's <laughs> like he it totally drained my wings of the graph system. I'm falling. I love that it. It was. I remember reading that for the first time and like giggling because I'm just like Happy Landing Scum. <laughs> <And it's> <laughs> like, <laughs>
1: And then you called people scum for a week. I remember that week. It was a good week. I, you yeah. should not have been able to do that unless you could pull power from anything, which they don't show anywhere else in the book. They only show him yeah. ever taking energy from people. Which is,
0: which is why I think I was confused at one point. Mm-hmm. Well, at the beginning when I was talking about Blue Eagle, because I remember him draining the flight powers.
1: Yeah. But that doesn't. It does not make any sense. Yeah. But
0: good, but yeah. that being said, that being said, uh, I still like him as a character. Um, so one of the things also um, is he like he was primarily the Hyperion's villain. Oh, uh, which which makes sense because he's basically parasite, who is a Superman villain. Um, and on, honestly, I think one of my more favorite Superman villains, want to say, because like all it takes is like Superman coming in and trying to punch him. And then he's just like, whoop and like, it was a good, it's a good physical matchup and stuff. I really like the last fight because he's kind of one of the people who caused the most damage. Cause like towards the beginning of the fight, he just straight up drains Hyperion's powers. I'm right. just like, well, guess what guys, I mean. <laughs> And he's light. I'm super strong.
1: Yeah, he has every power known to God, and is more and doesn't mind using it. That's the whole point.
0: I like. I don't know if it comes out in this, like, well, actually, in my podcast at all. But like, I have a really firm affection for characters that take other people's powers.
1: Okay, like your are rogues, You're like your uh...
0: rogue. Like a rogues, like uh Peter Petrelli was my fa one of my favorite characters for a long time in oh, heroes. heroes.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And like and stuff like that, because, like even like whenever I did like uh when I wrote for like two issues of a script, whatever, uh for a comic book script, it was uh it was it was think I it was gonna be called Vicarious, basically. Huh. Where is uh well where here was the twist. It was basically just it was basically just straight up rogue but his power was he can steal other people's powers and he didn't have like the whole memory thing like rogue, but his best friend did. And when his power manifested, he basically killed his friend and took his powers permanently. Oh. Um, and thanks. And he also, and also that would have been set as a, uh, and my idea for that, for that comic as well was he was a villain like, he was a quote unquote villain. Basically, just think uh, he was a shitty teen with superpowers. Um, who was, whose parents were like superpowered, um, superpowered eco terrorists.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and, um, and it would have been like a parallel story where, like, uh, not necessarily like he was turning good, but like he, he was one of the, f- he's like one of the few people who could possibly fight, like, the, The super, like, it was going to be, like, this, like, the first superhero, like, from Greek times. Oh. uh, Who lives for, like, ever. But, like, but him and his lover, like, his lover got killed by one of the villains that will be showing up. Showed up, and he basically was just, like, you know what? Like, he was the only thing keeping me, like, tied to this earth. I'm just going to take it over now. (laughs) So.
1: um, And it begins.
0: And it basically became it was going to be a parallel storytelling hmm. thing there where like basically the the ultimate good guy was slowly turning bad because the only thing keeping him really tied to earth was his nearly immortal boyfriend or partner yeah huh um and and like i would have had like a uh, think of like a earth bending speedster kinda
1: or, oh yeah so he can
0: yeah his super speed was tied to the earth like he only has super speed when he's on
1: touching, the ground
0: like huh? ground okay and and he was like super and like he's super jealous because he's the second fastest person in the world, <laughs> <laughs> and, and the first fastest person in the world always taunts him. And um, eventually, he kills him by driving a gigantic Earth and spike through him. Oh, sure. Um, like basically, he was going to he was going to let him catch up, and then he was going to basically Earthbend himself behind him. Ooh. And then send a spike through them. Yeah. And also, that speedster was like the earthbending speedster. Would have been one of the like I think one of the three people powerful enough to actually stand up to the
2: ah I fr-
1: stand up to the person. So cleared the deck a little.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I had I have lots of ideas about it. So
1: you like, <laughs> but I don't have any of the skill. Suck the siphon the powers off of other people.
0: Yes, yeah, mm. I do. Because like, because like it, it automatically makes it into a different type of situation. Because you're not f- always fighting with a full deck of cards. Right. You have to be. You have to be clever.
1: when there's always a drawback too. You know. And there's there's always, always a drawback. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's always a drawback, and you can only really use your surroundings. So if you're not fighting someone who is, you know. If if you're fighting, if you're fighting basically like the B tier of like the, of the, um, Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, you know, <laughs> like if all you have is like Peeper and Peeper and the Vanisher, you have to make that work for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought of Deadpool too. Um, the Peeper. Peeper.
0: So, you know, so uh, like, you know, I have a big, fa- I'm a big fan <laughs> of that. Well, let's say so.
1: So, uh, so Lamprey does it for you. I like it. Yeah, All All right. he does. He right. does.
0: Right. So, um, so yeah, I think we're pretty much done. <sighs>
1: it's mega, so, mega sized, do- king sized.
0: Yeah, let's do a very brief plugs.
1: <laughs> All right, brief plugs. I have a podcast. It's called Interrupted Tales. We read old stories and we add jokes and commentary. Find it at everywhere you get podcasts. That's it.
0: Okay, I have another podcast called Creepy Critters,
1: which I will appear on again at some point, instead of you keep inviting me to things that I think are going to be that and instead are talking about the Squadron Supreme for seven hours.
0: (laughs) Oh, this might turn into a seven hour thing. (laughs) Uh, So so, um, besides that, actually, the next one, I will, I doubt that I will be that long.
1: Um, Let's say. Oh, that's a challenge, Jesse. A challenge. Oh, it's a challenge. Accepted. So,
0: but yeah, but I haven't. I have another podcast called Creepy Critters. I also have a podcast that I'm just saying out loud right now. Me and and, and Roberto here, Rob, are going to be doing another podcast sometime in the near future.
2: Yes,
1: it's called Name Withheld, um, yeah. and uh, it's going to be about, um, what would it be about, Jesse? If you could have a podcast about anything in the world, anything.
0: Uh, I think it would, would it be, be called something like Limited Theories, <laughs> and it would be me and you covering uh, mostly Marvel, um, limited series. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The good, uh, the uh, bad, and the weird.
0: Yep, and we might be starting out with the with weird and potentially good, depending on who was editing. Uh, Jack Kirby's 2001 Space Odyssey yep.
1: comic, nine issues of movie adaptation, and then really weird robot action.
0: Let me let me take that back. Two pages of movie adaptation. It's
2: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> true.
0: <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's something we will be doing in the future. I do not know when it's going to be coming out, but it probably won't be too much longer after this. Yeah,
1: and uh, because it will be limited, it, we will not have too many king sized episodes. We we promise.
0: We promise. This is. I promise. This is going to be the only episodes that broach past a hun- uh, past a. Uh, uh, A hundred minutes, which I can officially say we've passed.
1: Oh, until (laughs) we get to the Book of the Dead. And then I'm talking forever.
0: You know, Twitter and Instagram at uh, Alphabet Flight. Besides that, uh, this has been Squadron Supreme. Mega week.
2: Mega (laughs) week! uh,
0: I don't know. Like, don't use a, uh, a machine to force someone to love you so much you get annoyed with them and then they have, like, they cry all the time because you don't love them back. Whoa, 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 whoa,
1: Unless she really wants it.
0: Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it while she's sleeping. But
2: yeah, don't bye. Do it. bye. <laughs>